Welcome to another episode of Mormon Discussion Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Real. Grateful for the chance to be with you this morning. It is November 30th. We just are three days past 72 hours and then some, I guess, after the disciplinary council that was held on my behalf with the charges of apostasy. Grateful for the chance to have a few moments to talk to you. All I wanted to do to this morning, I've got about a half an hour, I just want to give you an update. Uh, it, please, first let me say, if you want to keep a better eye on what's going on, uh, things have been hectic. I'm trying to, to work on some things behind the scenes uh, in regards to processing this, uh, this disciplinary court that happened. Uh, please check out Facebook, like me on Facebook, be a friend of me on Facebook, and there you'll see updates of what is happening. If you're, if, if you're not seeing me accept a friend request, here's the thing. On Facebook, you're allowed about 5,000 friends, I believe, and I'm right at that number. If you would please uh, click follow me, and you'll still get uh, a chance kind of to see those updates and to follow along. I, I simply want to say the, the court itself, uh, I was super, super calm at, felt really comfortable uh, and was easily able to lay out my thoughts uh, in my positions during that meeting. And in no way did I feel uh, a lot of anxiety. There was one moment where I stammered early on and I got a little nervous in that spot. But other than that, I was super calm. Everything re went really well. I think my wife felt the same way. Uh, talking to her over the last few days, it felt like she was also very uh, confident and, uh, and happy uh, about the way it went. It did go well. And if you want to go check out uh, Infants on Thrones, I did an uh, interview with them the very next morning that they released immediately on the 28th uh, that goes into uh, what happened in that disciplinary council. I would also ask that you just pay attention over the next week or so, uh, as I think new developments uh, will occur in regards to the church court. Uh, I want to say thank you to a lot of people, and I want to start with my wife. My wife has been by my side from day one, and, and, and that's obvious, right? Like our spouses should be by our side. But when we talk about faith transitions, this is much different. So many times when one spouse opens up about being in a shift of faith, the other spouse feels threatened, and sometimes those marriages even end in divorce. Mine never, ever, ever, ever got anywhere off track. When I went to my wife as a 32-year-old bishop and said, I, I wonder if this thing maybe isn't what it claims to be, my wife said, okay, well, let's go church hopping. Let's go try something else. And that answer from there on forward, she has been by my side on this, uh, this journey every step of the way. So Amanda... My wife, she is amazing, uh, and I can't say enough good things about her. And I think each of you who have been following these proceedings and seeing some of the videos and getting a chance to hear her talk a little bit, uh, you can sense that she's just a strong woman uh, who is, is supportive and stalwart uh, at being by my side and uh, us working together. Uh, I want to say also to my children, my children have been just confident through all of this. They, they're just strong kids, and uh, they knew what was at stake. They knew what was going on, um, but they, they've handled this just really well, too. 
So if you're listening to this and you're worried about our family and how our family is recuperating from this, I simply want you to know that we are all doing incredibly well, that this has had very little emotional effect on us in terms of the court itself and the days following. Now, I'm open to the fact that things can happen and things can change. There certainly was some stress before the court proceedings, uh, but but so far, the court itself and the time after, uh, we are all doing emotionally uh, great. I want to say thank you to my friends. Uh, so in Southern Utah, we have just a really good, tight-knit group of friends. Some of those friends have only been in our group for a few weeks. Uh, some of us have been friends for years and, uh, and, and lots in between. But when this all started to, to kind of roll forward and I got the letter uh, and we, we knew that you know, the date wasn't going to be moved and this thing was going to be held on the 27th, my, uh, my friends kicked into gear uh, and took care of a lot of things. So if you were at the vigil the night of the 27th, while we were inside um, going through the, the court of love, my friends were outside making hot cocoa for those who came to support our family. They had cider and donuts. There were heaters put up. There were tables put up. There were microphones and chances for people to speak and to, to show their support in various ways. And my friends went around and, and talked to those who showed up asking their stories getting to know those folks. And I just want to say to all my friends, thank you. Uh, I value deeply my friendships. And I don't, want to, I don't want to go on and on, and I don't want to sound uh, trite, but I truly do have the best friends in the world. And it's because of those relationships that involve vulnerability and authenticity, that uh, involve us being open about our weaknesses and our strengths, and friends that always want to learn and to help each other learn, this process, I think, was a thousand times easier than those out there who, sadly, uh, and it hurts me, are alone in this. And so I, I can't say enough, like, I'm lucky, I'm privileged, for a lot of reasons. But one of the top reasons is that I've got friendships with people who love and support me every single step of the way, every single day. Uh, even just uh, just this morning, some of the conversations I was having in a text message with uh, two of my best friends and talking about uh, kind of this journey and what it's meant. So thank you to all of, all of you uh, who love me uh, and see me. And I just want you to know I see you too. I think it's also important to recognize those who showed up that night. And it's no negative on those who couldn't make it uh, or, or just were too far away or just had other things going on. None of, that, none of that's an issue. I don't have any negative there. But I think it needs to be said that for those who did show up that night, thank you. I think it made all the difference in the world uh, that there was a crowd there, that there was uh, a, a positive. Like it, so one of the things that I always worry about, because I do think it's a reflection on what I stand for is I didn't want a crowd to be negative. I didn't want a crowd to be angry. I didn't want a crowd that was going to make signs that were going to be critical of the church. Uh, so if you watch the videos of the crowd that was there that night, the signs were positive. The signs were about truth and honesty. 
The signs were about showing support for me and my family. The people on the grounds were kind. All of the church officials made comments that those who were in attendance there that night were, the, were so nice and pleasant and, and respectful uh, of those there in the property. And so to everybody who showed up that night, thank you. That meant the world to me. Uh, it was one of the concerns I had was that while I was in that building, somebody would be angry. And angry, I get it. I understand. It's justified. But that somebody would be angry and that they would do something that would reflect poorly on what we've stood for. And I say we as in all of us over the course of these eight years that I've been doing this. For those who have followed my journey, thank you. For those who showed up, thank you. Uh, I want to specifically just note uh, John DeLynn and Sam Young, uh, who were there that night. Uh, they, I think, just made a huge difference, both with the crowd, uh, being able to uh, kind of have these public voices, these public faces uh, to see and to, to talk to and to hear from. I think it was crucial to that night going as well as it did. And so, John... Uh, John DeLynn, I want to say thank you to you. Uh, you were at my home uh, that night. We had uh, a chance to eat dinner together uh, with a bunch of other friends, uh, both old friends and new friends. And I, I can't say enough, I can't speak highly enough about how kind and supportive you were of this process uh, in terms of me and my family. So thank you. Sam Young, thank you so much. Um, I think you... You also meant just an absolute ton being there. And the mission you stand for, I am a, just a huge advocate. But more than that, I'm, I'm a big fan of you as a human being. And so to the, to the both of you, thank you. For those who have followed this journey for months or years, or maybe you've been there since the early episodes, I just want to say that, again, this journey uh, wasn't about me, and it wasn't about uh, any kind of publicity. It was about the fact that these journeys are hard, and we often feel alone. And there came a point in my life where I began to value human beings over religious systems and institutions. And when that happened, I chose to speak power to truth. And as my own journey... Uh, is fluid, and I've changed, and I've grown, and I've become more aware of people who are hurt and the things that hurt them. Uh, this podcast, uh, its message certainly shifted, but it was in response to the fact that it was never about me, but it was about us. Uh, so I'm excited about what lays in store. I'm excited to see what comes, uh, but I want you to know that the reels are doing great, and that we're appreciative of you as listeners. And uh, I can't say enough about all the messages that came to me over the last week or so. The two days leading up to the church court, I was getting messages on Facebook literally every minute to three minutes, sometimes two or three in a minute. And it was near impossible to keep up. So for most of you, I, I just typed out, thanks friend or thanks buddy. Uh, or just thanks with, with hands clasped in gratitude. I'm hoping, uh, today's Friday, I'm hoping that tomorrow uh, morning that my wife and I can sit down 
uh, and do a recorded interview where we just talk about this process and uh, we'll see if that happens. It's going to depend a little bit on timing. It'll be an early morning thing. And I know that uh, my wife is not quite an early morning person. Um, but I guess, I guess I'll wrap this up. Uh, just keep paying attention. Things are going to happen here in the next week uh, from what I understand. And I think that uh, you're going to get to see that calling truth to power means something. And I just, uh, I hope that each of you recognize that whether, whether I'm in the church or out of the church, that my goal is always going to try to be the same, which is to be honest to my journey, to be empathetic and understanding and validating towards yours, and to give people the tools and resources so that they're not alone in this journey and that they have the tools to process it, to deconstruct and reconstruct, and to claim back that authority which resides within themselves. May the Lord warm your shoulders. Thank you, and good day.